Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the high-protein, high-fibre, bigger 70-gram serving of the Luke and Pete Show. I am somewhat more than a 70-gram serving, Pete Donaldson, <laughs> as you well know. But it probably sums you up quite well. Mm, I think so. How have you been, Luke Moore? High in saturated fat. How have you been? <laughs> I am fuel porridge, high-protein. I'm eating a fuel porridge. They sent it to my radio station to a more popular radio DJ than me, um, <laughs> so that they could talk about it on the radio. Uh, they didn't. They left it behind, so... Uh, as is the custom, uh, when it comes to DJs who are paid better than you, uh, you're allowed to steal less stuff. Uh, that is the breakfast show DJ privilege, I believe. And that's everyone, by the that's way. Ev- that is literally everyone. Yeah. Literally um, everyone. Episode 103 of the Whoa. Luke and Pete show. It's reminded me of the radio station I used to listen to growing up on the South Coast. Mm. 103.2 Power FM. Power FM. Are they still going, Donny? Um, that's where Andy and Bob came from. They certainly were as of seven years ago, but I think they might have had a rebadge. Okay. They're probably turning into oh, heart or something. I think, I think it's capital all over the country now. Oh, isn't it's, it? ca- it's capital, one of the capital regions ones. or something. Right, yeah, it was a capital one. one yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. have their own breakfast show then because of the. Um, this is like a rule that means you have to do a certain amount of local content every day. So it means that the drive time show and the breakfast show will be local, uh, but all of the rest of the content will be nationalised. Radio chat. Radio chat. I think it is interesting to a certain extent. Yeah. It's a dying industry. I mean, everything is interesting to a certain extent. Yeah. Isn't it? Pete, why don't you give. Imagine someone just walk. Not walked because it's the internet. Waddled. So yeah, internet online Sneaked. waddled their way to this show, and they found episode one hundred and three, and they thought, you know what, I'm just going to give episode one hundred and three a bash. Wow. What should they expect, and how would you sum up this half an hour? Well, you would usually say expect the unexpected, but that is kind of. Tr- Do you mind? I'm cracking opening a cup of tea. Well, you're eating porridge, pal. Sounds like you're cracking open an egg of tea. It's not even morning. <laughs> yeah, I have an egg of tea every morning. Morning has broken. Yeah. No. What came first? Oh, the egg. That was risky. That could have gone all of your hand. Dexterous, mate. Well, have we spoken about um, your tea order, which um, baffles everyone? Did you have to explain that? It's disgusting. That's not too bad, I don't think. Uh, Terry in the canteen. She's a lovely lady. She knows what my order is. I don't even have to ask for the, it now. Imagine it's a it's a tea milkshake, basically, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, but it's hot. It's hot. It's tea with milk. It's a hot milk. Tea. Answer, answer the question. I want you to know. I want you to tell people what to expect when they listen to this. Expect show. the unexpected. We could be talking about high protein porridge that I found in an unattended uh, radio studio. We yeah. might be talking about long eggs at any point. We might even. I mean, recently we've been doing because we had episode one hundred and one, yes. and then that spilled over into episode one hundred and two. We had a oh, bit yeah. of a room one hundred and one vibe. Yeah, because you were in your element, Donny. Was... Yeah, you were enjoying telling people whether they were justified in their complaints or not. Yeah. That because, was a role for you that I think you really enjoyed. Because maybe five years ago, I was a man who uh, hated everything. I don't. I think hating stuff is so gauche I agree. now. I, agree. I think it's uh, there's, there's, there's too much awesome stuff in the world. 
to spend your time whinging about things. And the internet's got enough of that, so we should be celebrating stuff. Yeah. But why did we do the last couple of shows then? You wanted to do that. It was your idea. No, it's my idea, actually, but you endorsed it, yeah. yeah. Um, I endorse yes, it by but, being present. Yeah, but generally, generally, yeah, generally, <laughs> how it works. Generally, you voted with your feet and you walk straight <laughs> into the studio. Generally, how it works is we like to just talk a bit of nonsense for half an hour, to tell some of your stories, which, as we always say, are Ooh. unquestionably the, the the creative and entertainment highlights of each episode. Mm. And we'll do a bit of that later. Um, and when Pete said earlier that you can expect the unexpected and anything could come along, I've got something for you, Pete Donaldson. Ooh. Man breaks out of terminal at Dublin Airport and tries to flag down a plane. Did you read about this? What a guy was just in a terminal. He managed to get onto the uh, <laughs> onto the runway and just flagged it down. It's a Ryanair flight from Dublin to Amsterdam. No, Cast yeah. your own yeah, aspersions. Yeah, fine, yeah. Cast fine, your own yeah, aspersions. Fine, yeah, no further questions. Uh, <laughs> Pre-gaming. Got, your Honor, I've got no further questions for the witness. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he and his partner or accomplice, whoever, yeah. he's in his early twenties. Yeah, don't want to judge. Yeah, again, but, again. Um, yeah. Thought to be Irish. No, stop it. I'm, you said it. I didn't say it. No, I was just reading the story yeah. as it comes. Um, right. at seven at seven o'clock at local time, Dublin Airport. Which for me, and I don't have any beef with the Irish people, or the Irish country as a whole. I think it's a beautiful place. Mm. Good friend of mine. Uh, it lives out there. A couple of good friends of mine live out there. Actually, looks amazing. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Dublin. But other than that, it looks like a beautiful place. And whenever I visit places like Galway, it's been magnificent. So put that to one side, guys. Put that guys. to one side, guys. But Dublin Airport is a dump. <laughs> it is the worst airport I think I've ever been to. And I I've been to airports it. in... I mean, I've been to more chaotic airports than Dublin, <laughs> but I've not been to a more boring, windy airport than Dublin. <laughs> Have you How been far? to Dublin Airport? I've been twice, but I can't remember really. Uh, it's so exposed, it's so windy, and yeah. it's so boring. So I'm not surprised this guy tried to bang on the window of the terminal Let building, on. pushed his way through the emergency exit and legged it trying to flag a, a plane down because he was late. Is there a premium um, kind of airline that flies on Dublin Airport that's not Ryanair or EasyJet or any of those yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah like BA goes there. Do they? Okay. Yeah, when I used to go, I used to go to Dublin quite a lot for work and sometimes you'd get put on whatever flight and sometimes mm. it would be a BA flight. Air Lingus is the main budget Air one well. Lingus. Anyway, according to uh, an airport spokesman, a male and female passenger were late for a Ryanair flight to Amsterdam this morning and arrived at the boarding gate after the flight had closed. We've all been there. I haven't. You have, though, Pete. They were engaging oh, really? with Ryanair staff at the gate, and the male passenger was becoming, in quotes, agitated. Right. He was banging on the window to try and get the aircraft to wait. <laughs> That's an ambitious one. you got to admire his, you got to admire his there. <laughs> Stop it. Um, anyway, that didn't work, so he broke through a door, made his way onto the uh, apron, and tried to flag the aircraft down before being restrained by uh, Ryanair staff. Uh, the police turned turned up, and he's been taken to the uh, to, to the nearest uh, police station. Which well, I believe do airports does every airport have its own police station? I think it, it must, might. It must have a holding cell yeah. at least, at the very least. Yeah, there the, we go. Because um, it yeah, it's a kind of a bubble where people drink a lot, uh, but they also have to be you know go through technical tasks at the same time, <laughs> and they're ill-equipped to sort of deal with yeah. the administration of just getting through an X-ray machine when yeah. they're pissed and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I I think I've spoken about this before. I have been through the just leave the top off. Okay. Um. The I have been down the uh, the little um the little walkway towards the plane, and the door was open, and the plane had already backed up backed off away from the um from the terminal building. And right. She came back for us. Right. Opened the door. We got on, and everyone was scowling at us. I've I've seen. In fact, it just reminded me when I was in I was in the south of France in June, mm. and flying back, I saw a guy get um pulled to one side, tried to leg it, restrained, pinned down. Wow. 
uh, it was a talk that he was an alleged uh, trying to smuggle um, uh, banned substances, drugs, that kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, he was taken off, never saw him taken away, never saw him again. Didn't actually make it to the plane. So, mm. and we talked last week, Pete. I think it was last week about a lady who was told she wasn't allowed a bottle of spirits on the plane, so she drank the whole thing. <laughs> yes, and she wasn't allowed on anyway. <laughs> yeah, teacher. Doesn't, excuse me, madam. It doesn't matter what vessel it's in. <laughs> that amount of alcoholic liquid is not allowed in don't, any container. Don't do it in front of the person yeah. as well. I know. Even if the container <sighs> is your body. Yeah. Um, have you seen that um, the rap sensation Little Jean? Little uh, Jean? Little Jean. Lit- X-A-N. Jean. Lil Jean, isn't it? Lil Jean. It's named after Xanax, isn't he? So it's probably Lil Zan. Oh. I think. That works. Yeah. Well, he's not got in trouble by eating too many depressants, uh, antidepressants. Um, he's eating too many hot Cheetos. Little oh, Xanax. Rappers aren't what they used to be, No. Um, apparently the flaming hot Cheetos caused him to both bleed internally and to vomit blood. How many had he eaten? Probably just the food dye. Just the food dye. It looks like blood. (laughs) Maybe. But yeah, I mean, they're quite aggressive things, Cheetos, and especially extra hot Cheetos as well. Um, They they don't mess around. I love Cheetos and I love extra hot Cheetos, but extra hot Cheetos, there's something not worldly about it. You shouldn't be eating that. I don't think... Go on. Like eating what? Insulin. What? You would burn the tongue, I reckon. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like something that your liver secretes, not something your liver needs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and for the, I mean, it's, it's remarkable, actually, how many times I have to say this on this show. Pete is not a medical professional. No. So, um, he, he's a very, you've had a lot of medical experience, <laughs> but you're not a medical professional. Um, my friend uh, Alex uh, is working there at Chess as a civil servant, and one of his things is, um, one of his roles is, um, helping people who've got ideas uh, in enterprise, um, medical enterprise, right. um, you know, realise their deals outside of the NHS. Basically, um, getting rid of all the talented people from the NHS because we don't need them. <laughs> okay. We don't need them. And he'd, he'd, Al would sell off anything, of any part of the NHS if he could. Uh, and Is I've this said the that I know? Yeah, yeah, and okay. I've said that to him and he resents it, but I'm saying it again. Um, and, uh, <laughs> bless him. And he's basically got me mentoring uh, a, a, a doctor who's... Um, a podcaster. Whoa, hang on so, a minute. I reckon... I don't know if you should be doing this. He, look, I help him with his podcast. He helps me with my needs. <laughs> Does he know how this much... This could be a Michael Jackson situation. <laughs> I'm going to get him to write some <laughs> prescriptions. Does he know how much you need to be whipped into shape every week? Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's going to be making every mistake in the book. You're a mentor. We need some sort of jingle for that. Yeah. Mentoring. Mentor. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Mentoring with Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Can we get him in? I mean, what's, I mean, he must be on I've the bones not, of his I've, ass, this poor guy. I've not spoken to him yet, but I've Amazing. been told I'm an hour mentor, so I was gonna, have um, some respect. I, I was definitely, I was actually going to say about the Cheetos, mm. that um, there's certain Cheetos, and, and, and the extra hot ones are probably included in this. I like the limey ones. That, yeah, I don't think they're, they're able to be sold in the UK. You know, you know the way that um, you see them in import every now and again. Yeah, exactly. You'd exactly. think they'd be more popular than they are. Exactly, they are delicious. Absolutely, but I think they might have a lot of colourings or unnatural flavourings, that kind of stuff in them, which is not able to be used the in that quantity yeah. in the UK. The same way, for example, you can't get Fox News in the UK. Yeah. Same principle. You can't have <laughs> Cheetos because my dad, my dad always asked me to bring them back for him because he loves them. What Fox News? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sean Hannity. He always asked me to bring them back. Um, so yeah, that's 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 Cheetos. Um, you should give us an update sort of as often as you can about um, about your mentoring, mate. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, I'll let you know what's going on and how many, um, you know, how many prescriptions he's written me mm. for really heavy tramadol drugs. If you're a doctor, you can you can write prescriptions for yourself, can't you? Oh, can you? Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, you always used to be able to. I'm, I'm pretty sure you still can, yeah. I've bought antibiotics from India online before. Right. Where's that? <laughs> where's that? 
<laughs> Where's that come from? Where's that come yeah. from? I never used them in the end, but I was why? Like, too scared? Too scared? Uh, no, no. I've bought drugs. I think they before. Not bad ones. Med- medicinal ones. What? So what caused you? I could have to ask because the listeners will never forgive me if I don't. Please tell us what caused you and inspired you to purchase antibiotics off the internet. Oh, I had like uh, so I, um, because I have had asthma medication my whole life. Um, I got quite. I get quite spotty every now and again. I've not noticed. Um, not on your face. Yeah, no, like on the shoulders. On Not on your winkle, no. On the shoulders a little bit. Um, it's the same sort of thing because it's a steroid. Um, even though it gives me no um, advantages to building muscle or anything like that, or um, you know, looking good, it gives me the same problems that. Professional... I'm not the world anti-drug administrator. <laughs> Look, you have got, got a bloody case. It gives me none. Of, it gives me none of that. But it does give me the same problems uh, with back knee that um, professional wrestlers have. Um, so you'll occasionally okay. get these horrible like spots. And they're, they're, it's not excessive and slightly. You, know, you get two or three at a time. But it's just like, oh. Would you say back knee? Back knee, yes. Back acne. Yeah, I back get it. Acne. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a that that, it's a thing that wrestlers get, yeah. So okay. you call it back knee. Uh, because I, did get, I do get the yeah, pun. I just because wondered. Yeah. <laughs> because um, steroids obviously do that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I went for a run of um, this these antibiotics t- tablets. And uh, they worked. But the problem is they discolour your teeth. Oh. oh, nightmare. So, and that colour isn't white. And that colour is not white. Because <laughs> no, okay. that would be handy. If they colour it white, you'd be like, oh, yeah. wow, the trans- oh, transubstantiation of the teeth. Imagine that. The bad the news is they, they colour your teeth. The good news is that colour is actually white. <laughs> um, like a beautiful kind of like uh, like an enamel paint colour. The sort of paint, if you scratched a washing machine, you'd have to paint on. on. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so can you tea cut? It's called tea cut, isn't tea it? Cut. Tea cut your own teeth. Yes. Teeth cut. So uh, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, there must be another kind of um, kind of maybe cream sort of thing. So I just bought them off online. Right. Okay. So you, well, how I much didn't you know, get around to using it? How many rubles? Did they, not rubles. What's it called in? Um, is it, what's India. the currency in India? Yeah, rupees. Sorry. Rupees. Yeah. How much? Did, how much did it cost? You? I don't know. It was just pretty affordable, but it just came in a really kind of like pink lavender flavored kind of box. I was like, that's a bit weird. Oh. So I never got around to using them. In the Would end. you have been in trouble if the police intercepted that package? Um, you could have just. I think it's. I think it's. I think you just. I think you just put them in. I think you just throw them in the bin. And they're not going to do you for one tube of a Bacti cream, are they? <laughs> no, I suppose not. I suppose not. Oh. Now, after the break, we are going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about some of your emails again, right. which is the heart of the show. And if you want to be involved in this, as we always say about any subject at all, and mm. coming up in a bit, we've we've got some interesting subjects to say the least it's hello at luke and pete show.com uh, we'll be back with you after this to read some of them out why did i mention my back knee imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details so, Sheikh, you're telling me that drinking camel's urine is part of the thing? Achy, don't get me wrong. Achy, don't get me wrong. Achy, don't get me wrong. Don't get him wrong. Don't get me um, wrong. Promised before the break, there was uh, well, there were there was a promise that was that was email related. Mm. Pete, I've got a little shortlist of three for you here. Okay. Um, we're going to go with you can choose between do the second weakest. Okay. Well, have you got an email? Have you got? Have you no, no. It? I'm just saying. Do, I'm just saying. Do the second weakest because I, I I don't like you preempting them. 
because then people kind of they'll have a oh, kind of mean. idea about what's going to okay. be in the email. So just pan through them. Okay. Well, okay. This one email I've, I've entitled "A new pilot has entered the game, <laughs> and he's got a spare kidney." Whoa. Yeah. Um, well, exactly. You've done it the entire there. I already know. He's a pilot. He's got into the show, and he's had to transport a kidney across the world. Right. What have you got? I'm just saying, don't give me, don't give me the title. But it's, it's really you well blow, written. You've, 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 you've spaffed. All right. Okay. Let me, let me, let me. Okay. You spilt kidney all over the. Would, fucking it, would it be better? Yeah. Would it be better if I made it sort of more cryptic? Like if the clue made it more cryptic, so like for example, oh, an organ at forty thousand feet. Yeah, exactly. Again, we know this. What's happened? There's an organ at forty thousand feet. Well, I'm still going to read it because we've got twenty odd minutes to fill. So body. I've got... Body plane. <laughs> Seven letters. <laughs> six letters. Second letter, I. Is it kidney? Yes, it is. Hi, guys. Love the pods. Big football fan who loves hearing nonsense and reliving my WrestleMania-loving childhood. I think he's referring to the football round and WrestleMe there. WrestleMe. Um, Luke, you mentioned a few pods ago about listening in reverse order as opposed to starting at episode one. It's been going well for me as you get a little snippet of things to look forward to, such as waiting to find the et where Pete was for some reason completely naked as a surprise. Yeah, that happened. Mm. Why, Why did you do that? Because I had to go and um, get a package from the reception. I was touched as a child. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and what else? Oh yeah, and, and and various stories from the infamous pilot, infamous pilot Neil. Uh, mm. And around the episode fifty-ish mark, I got to see or hear in, in the cocaine in the, in the cockpit story that you've been mentioning every ten episodes or so. And being a pilot myself, I thought you'd like to hear about the time I flew a real left kidney from London to Edinburgh. So you still want to hear the story? Well, I'm just interested as to why he knew it was a left kidney. You shouldn't be looking at that box. Nothing to do with you, mate. Fly the plane. Maybe you'll find it. <laughs> that was the brief of the instructions yeah. he was given. Don't look at the box. Uh, now, I know it's not a previously seized batch of cocaine, but I remember the chump from across the pond questioning the legality and general validity of the story. So here's a bit of insight to how it all comes <laughs> together. We didn't know until the start of the day it would be happening, but quite simply, we were met at the airplane uh, before the passengers were being processed by a medical team who had signed over the organ to our flight dispatcher, who then basically signed it over to us. It was in one of those large white and red plastic carry cases you see in movies and had a big live organs message on it Mm. and also a tag on the outside detailing it was a left kidney and also details of where it was going and to who. (laughs) Of course, we were a little nosy. The idea being at the other end of Scotland, it would be passed over to a rival dispatcher and subsequently another medical team. Mm. Um, You've bought two organs off the internet when you were this. I'm really fantasising about, imagine if, right... You're in the coffee with a fucking kidney. You saw me give a little bite. Like a Hannibal Lecter vibe. I can imagine, like, your teeth go in and go, ow. Like, I can imagine the first kind of, like, the the, the, the resistance of the of the side of the kidney as your teeth go into it. And then going, well, I fucked this. I should not have done this. And getting in so well, much trouble. Just smooth over. <laughs> Like oh oh was it, what was that that TV show? Well, that's that's um, Johnny Briggs. Isn't Johnny it? Briggs. Yeah. Um, I think I might have spoken about this episode before. It's the only episode of Johnny Briggs I remember where um, uh, the uh, brother Albert, our Albert, um, had eaten a slice of the engagement cake or a wedding cake that right. was in the basement of Johnny Briggs's house. Right. And they managed to smooth it over by um, putting um, toothpaste, toothpaste. I remember that. Toothpaste and cardboard, yeah, um, to cover it. And obviously, the the the, the ruse is up once people cut into it. And I mean, this would be somewhat more serious, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't got prison for that, but you'd got prison for eating. I thought you were going to say, imagine if, imagine if your your my career is over because I was being stupid. Imagine you're happily flying this this um. (laughs) 
kidney. Mm. Say it's like a slightly longer flight or whatever. So can you happily fly a kidney? Yeah. Some, okay, you're flying someone's, a kidney. Someone's lost a kidney. Someone needs a kidney. Neither's a great situation. Okay, you're flying a kidney. Right. Okay. I um, hope he's flying a plane, mate. Yeah, fly, <laughs> you're flying a plane that's got a, a kidney on board. <laughs> and you... So you know that the person you're taking the kidney to is like evil, sixty years old. Yeah, oh, right. And, 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 evil. Yeah. yeah. And then it's kidney failure from someone on board, twenty years old. They're a genius. They're yeah. Genius. They're, there's a chance they're going to change the world. And there's another doctor on board who can do the transplant there. And then do you do you make the decision? Uh, make the decision, but then fly somewhere else and go. Oh, sorry, I got lost. Where's the kidney? Who fucking knows, mate? And got a kidney here, mate. I've okay. seen one. No. Let me look at the. Uh... What do they call it when they've got a list of the things that they've got? The manifest. Involved? The manifest. Yeah. Let's have a look at the manifest. No. No. Can you imagine if you know kidney. someone ate bit out of the kidney and then he spent he said, right, to his co pilot, look, just take over the uh, the controls for a bit. And he's like digging into like a steak and kidney pie, <laughs> trying to find a bit to to put it in there. Well, exactly, because you'd be like, Where's the kidney? You go, Well, no, everyone on board has the requisite amount of kidneys. You could swap it with the old shitty one that the guy's got kidney failure. Yeah. Perfect. The perfect True. kidney crime. I mean, I feel like I should I should follow this before I finish the email mm. <clears throat> and this quite sort of macabre chat by okay. saying, you know, organ donation is an important thing. <laughs> and if you, you want more, signed up? If you I'll, want I'll more give a, get, get, well, they're changing it now. It's going to be opt out. They're oh, changing it to be opt out. As it should be. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, they, um, they, um, I got a bit of a twat. Well, a lot of time, Peter, happens for religious reasons, of course. But organ I, donation. I still don't care. Organdonation.nhs.uk. <laughs> for more information on that, let me finish this email. I get in, I get texts from my blood bank uh, a lot saying, uh, "Right, we need your kind of blood." So, so, so you're like overdrawn. Really, so it's like a really polite vampire gun. Can I some of your blood? Yes, yeah, so I'm get a free biscuit. <laughs> um, the kidney sat there quite happily, as happily as a harvested kidney can. No passengers would have ever really known as during flight, no passengers are allowed into the cockpit. Only mm. on the ground can this happen. Now, could, to contaminate anything anyway. Uh, and the legal documentation um, was completed without any fuss the other end. I imagine a similar thing was probably done with the cocaine. Perhaps mm. the one thing you'd have to question is, with it being a domestic journey, <clears throat> was it that urgent that the organ needed to go up on a commercial flight? Right. We did think at the time that we were lucky we didn't have to consider diverting for any reason. There was a lot of weight on our shoulders, although if it was because someone was going into a left kidney failure, uh, they'd be in a bloody good place for that anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, big up pilot Neil. Uh, look forward to hearing from him again. Keep up the good work, guys. Going to give the big 100th episode a listen now. Uh, all the best. Pilot Gav. Pilot Gav and Pilot Neil. So my rather garbled reading of that last paragraph is basically that I think he's saying that um, if there was a medical emergency on board and they had to divert, if they if it was a left kidney, then they would have been laughing, which is similar to what, oh, so, what yeah, I was saying. So, so you preempted but, their... Uh... But they couldn't. But they couldn't. Um, they didn't have to do that anyway. Can Pilot so. Neil and Pilot Gav, do, it, do they could just um, sort out their own manifest and their route. Um, so they fly alongside each other and wave at each other. I mean, that go, would be a look up picture and then mid-air collision. Yeah, that would be kidneys a, everywhere. I was about to say that would be a massive <laughs> contravention. And then BBC would be reporting the Luke and Pete show pilots, pilot Gav and pa- I don't know why they're in this. Pilot Gav and Pat Neil have died in a spectacular um, mid-air collision. Yeah, it's what the Luke and Pete show would have wanted. Hashtag big love. Hashtag left kidney. That- hashtag. Episode 110. That voice is why you will never work for the BBC. <laughs> no, my accent. <laughs> no, and, they love an accent. And my crimes. <laughs> my past crimes. God, do you want to do an email, Peter? Have you I got want to one? do an email. Yeah, it's on my phone because I was using it for Skype earlier. Actually, I removed uh, the uh, thingy to find the Cheetos story. Hello. Um, Mark Chilton. 
Chilts, he he's always emailing. Oh, really? Um, well, anyway, um, only Luke mentioning it uh, very late on episode 101. Did it remind me about the whole hotel room toilet blockage incident with the shower curtain? Oh, yes. So to bring people <laughs> up to speed, Pete made up a story about a shower Did curtain not. being stuck in a toilet mm. uh, and that it came from the the, um, the the hotel room next door yeah. with a grabby hand. Grabby hand. Uh, because Pete is a man that belongs on the fringes of our society. Yeah. I've, um, I don't know, I've got a new smartphone, not smartphone, smartwatch, uh, and sometimes it'll just kind of, uh, it'll kind of hear what someone's saying and try and Google it. So fair dues, it's done a pretty decent uh, job of what I said. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, it's gone. It's I just gone. said hashtag in midair collision. Hashtag all that stuff. <laughs> I, think I've just, I think I've just tweeted. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, having used, uh, it, basically, um, I'm here to tell you that I'm with Pete in the fact that I think this could happen. Having, u- having used a mechanical snake, in inverted commas, which sounds sexy, uh, many, many times in my life, I think this could technically happen. Although I wouldn't recommend shoving one down a toilet because the force of them could quite comfortably crack the porcelain. They do kind of have a mind of their own. The point of the mechanical snake <laughs> is to find uh, its way around tight bends by twisting clockwise, but whilst uh, moving forward at the same time. To take it back out, you reverse it, spinning it anti-clockwise and pulling it backwards. This is all done uh, using a switch for forward and backwards and a trigger for movement. As oh, stated okay. previously, the point of it is to get around tight bends and seeing as hotel toilets are often back to back, then this makes the possibility of it coming up through another toilet not that odd, in my opinion. It's literally just a fork in the road, Luke, in many ways. Uh, once yeah. through the toilet, if one was to keep their finger on the trigger, then the snake would have a lot of slack and would swing wildly when it came out the other toilet. That can be quite lethal and you could e- easily lose an eye if you were not careful with one. On the end of the snake is a sharp barbed wire or barbed type wire for grabbing the blockage slash shower curtain. Once the snake has the curtain in its grubby mitts, there will be no way of letting it go. Once put in the reverse, I see no reason why a shower curtain all wrapped up through the constant spinning wouldn't fit through a toilet. In short, I'm on Pete's side here. I reckon it happened. Last time I checked, Mythbusters were running short on ideas. Maybe they could give it a go. All the best. Keep it the good work. Mark. Well, the thing is, Mark, I mean, saying that in 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 a way that it's actually possible and mm. not, you know, immediately ruled out by the laws of physics that govern the universe mm. doesn't make it likely that it's happened, does it? It can <laughs> technically happen. Yeah. I'm going to need some sort of video experiment where right. it, it doesn't might work for a hotel. Yeah. Do you want to, uh, yeah, you want, you, you, I mean, um, I haven't read the PS yet, so you better temper how rude you are about Mark. Ah, okay. He's, off, he's offering stuff. Oh, is he? Okay, in which case I completely, can we just, can we strike that comment? P.S. Luke mentioned the wife likes afternoon tea, the wife, the wife likes, the wife likes afternoon tea. Uh, we do a decent one here if you haven't been. I'm sure I could get some extra pastries and sandwiches thrown in. Mark Shilton, assistant chief engineer at the Dorchester. I'm in. So he's got the, he's got the hotel now. He's got the hotel knowledge. I want to be in on this Dorchester uh, afternoon tea. Because yeah, no Dorchester, I go in there every now and again to do interviews and the sandwiches are tip top. Yeah, you can. Uh, you should come along. Just it's not just my wife that likes afternoon tea. I like it as well. The wife. Yeah, I would never <laughs> refer to her as the wife unless, the wife. Joking, unless it was a joke. Her indoors. Yeah. The trouble and strife. The old handbrake. What does that mean? The handbrake. It stops you going anywhere, doesn't it? Stops you doing anything. So and the ball and chain so is another rude. one, isn't it? There's <clears throat> another one. Aren't men pricks? So we Aren't should. Aren't we pricks? We should. Um, we should get marked at the Dorchester to do a video experiment of that. Yeah. And see if he can make it happen. I like that he's got um, a grabber on, um, you know, in a cupboard somewhere. We could do... I just Googled it and they're like like 350 pounds. On the front line of the Dorchester, we could do some grabbing. We could grab like a... 
Where is the Dorchester? I'm, think, I'm thinking of the... I'm trying to who goes to the Dorchester. It's usually Shrek's. I'm it? thinking of the Savoy, which is off the Strand. Where is the Dorchester? Dorchester. Oh, no, it's not on Park Lane, is it? It's in the middle of... Um, it's behind Bond Street. Is it? Okay. Dorchester. I've not really, I, think. I don't think I've been there. Um, I've got another email from Andy. <coughs> Remember yes. Andy? He who no. had never had a crisp before. Sorry, the Dorchester is on Park Lane. Great. Thanks Sorry. for your Pete. Let you know. Andy, who's never had a crisp before, made the episode 100 lineup of the best ever moments. Right. Uh, he's got back in touch. Hi, chaps. I cannot believe I've made the episode 100 lineup a mixture of pride and embarrassment. Um, I mean, that means people think I'm weirder than wanking with bread. That's uh, <laughs> true. Despite Pete's fears. Is that fears, weirder? I think that might be weirder that you've never had a crisp. Because Deviant's come in all kind of shapes and sizes, but that was a new one for me. Yeah, I, I think it's a fair point. Mm. He says, despite Pete's fears, I'm not dead, I am, but I am still crisp-free. I'm actually down from Scotland to London in November on a lads weekend. Ooh. I don't know if that's a lads weekend or a hashtag lads weekend. Right. Uh, my friend John, who will be with me, is also a listener and was giddy at the prospect of me joining in with the show, uh, but I just can't face it. I forgot to email back with your original questions about my general potato feelings. I do eat potato and I do eat chips. Of course you do, you're Scottish. Um, does this... <laughs> and I'm saying that as, as a man who's half Scottish, so I'm allowed to say that. Does this make me a fraud? Perhaps, but it's just show. it just shows the absurdity of my, of my fear of crisps. Who's but, Scottish? Is it your mum or your dad? Uh, my mum. Oh. My mum's side of the fam. Uh, no, whoa, is your mum Scottish? Was she born in Scotland? She wasn't born in Scotland, no. Right, well, that's not But Scottish. her parents are. Rubbish. Well, then you're a quarter. I'm a quarter Scottish. Okay, I'm right. still allowed to say Scottish people like eating chips. All right. Um, glad... I'm half Welsh, and they all have sex with sheep. <laughs> with chips. Uh, half of them have sex with sheep. Andy finishes, <laughs> glad to have contributed to what is an excellent podcast. Always good for listening when out on a run. Uh, Luke, I follow you on Strava. I don't know why. All the best, Andy oh, the Chris Pope. that's the running thing. Wait, yeah. all you absolute... Balance, share your running stats. Oh, I'm in run over here today. Do you want to do it the same quicker? But can I just say, there ain't many stats for me to share. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Andy's got to come in and eat a crisp. I think he has to. I'm trying to find Scottish potato crisps, but all I can see is Mackey's. Apparently that's yeah, Mackey's is one. Um, Tato's is uh, Irish, isn't it? Uh, Tato is. It's a yeah. Seabrook Scottish. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Seabrook's crisp. You know them, yeah? Uh, yes, I do. They're quite delicious. They're quite delicious. They're from Bradford, apparently. So that's oh, a, that's a false alarm. A false alarm. False if, I'd like to see Andy come in. I think if we can get a video or get it on 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 audio of him eating mm. a crisp for the first time. Andy, we can make it like a ready salted, easy yeah, one to really get down inert. here. I'll just get one of those ones that has the flavour packet. I, I'm reliably informed those still exist. Salt and shake. Salt and you shake. You can't get them anymore. Surely not. With maybe they sort of relaunch them for a giggle. Possibly, like a mm. Justin Lee Collins type vehicle or whatever. Oh, whatever happened to Salt and Shake Chris, right? Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to yeah. exactly. Leon Trotsky? <laughs> well, we know. Yeah, we know what happened. We know the Stranglers. Don't um, it? Why are the Stranglers? Every new single they had uh, sounded different from the last. Peaches, whatever happened to all the other songs. Peaches, Golden is one of my, Brown. Yeah, Peaches is one of my dad's favourite songs. He's a dirty pervert, that's why. <laughs> oh, that it's a is, song about looking at arses. That is outrageous. It's a, outrageous. Great, it's a great song, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Typical English block. Yeah. Looking at arses. He is English, Not like actually, the my Scottish. Yeah, yeah. How's, how's Stuart Donaldson, by the way? He's all right. He popped down for a couple of days. I saw a picture of you with him and, him and your mum. He's, um, yeah, he was, in, he was in fine fettle. He was on, he was on good form, me dad. Um, as Did he stay man. at your place? He didn't, no. He stayed in a hotel. They're obsessed with this particular hotel in Russell Square. And it's like this old kind of, I think it's brutalist, you'd probably call it, sort yeah. of 60s, 70s building um, in Russell Square. And it's it's just a foul. But they just get a little di- they get a little breakfast. They love a little breakfast, mum and dad. How does your dad's, because um, your dad, <coughs> people who listen to this show regularly will know that your dad's um, 
sleep pattern is specialist. Mm. Yeah. He gets up at one in the morning. How, managed, how does that work when he comes down for the weekend? He muscles through. He uh, he has got um, a terrible knee um, that requires a stick nowadays. He sort of he took the longest time to sort of um, get off a crutch because he was like, a crutch is temporary, a stick is permanent. Right. Uh, and he was very kind of like reticent to t- to stop using a crutch. Cause how long did he have the crutch for? He's had it for like, he had it for like two years, and now he started yeah. using the stick that I bought from that posh um, posh stick shop on uh, New Oxford Street, uh, and uh, yeah, he's um, he takes a lot of tramadol for that. So yeah, he sleeps like a baby down here. Right, he takes good. A lot of tramadol for his well, knee. Well, send him the best. A lot of walking. From, send him the best from me and all the listeners. Yeah, uh, and at least it's not an emotional crutch like this show is for you and I. Massively. Yeah. My kidneys hurt. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, I've enjoyed this show, uh, Luke. You've been unruly today. You've been, very, you've been in a very fruity mood. Live and unleashed. Yeah, you have been in there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go out of here. See you next week. No, we'll see you on Thursday. I yeah, have. No, I have special weeks that are three days long. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.